Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. So uh, Nick Sakevich is the new CEO of the Hartford Athletic. And obviously, you know, we talk a lot with Tim Restall of the Hartford Yard Goats, how important these teams are to Hartford. Hartford needs it. They need the vibrancy, they need the energy, and they need the business. And so uh, Nick comes on board at a, you know, an interesting time for the franchise, and he joins us now on Brian and Company. Uh, Nick, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Good morning, Brian. How are you? Uh, I'm great. Listen, you know, you've obviously had a, a long career in soccer, and you know, you went to the University of New Haven, and and then you had a, a bit of a, I don't know how much of a pro career necessarily, but you were OG on MLS and you spent decades in the game. The que- the real question is like, why, why take this job? Why do it? <laughs> um, I've been in the sports business and mostly in soccer, uh, just came from the NHL from Arizona. And, um, why this job? Uh, it's a fantastic project. Um, a number of reasons, the ownership of the Hartford athletic led by Bruce Mandel, is fantastic. They really understand the growth opportunity in soccer in this country. Uh, it's been a, a slow burn for about 40, 50 years, and the next decade is just going to be exponential. So they, they really understand that. They bought the team for the right reasons, and they brought it to Hartford for the right reasons. It's uh, something good for the city. They, they wanted to do something good for the city, bring another team here. They did that, and that's the right reason to buy a team for the community. And and their ethos is very community-centered. They want to be a big part of Hartford. It's a great marketplace. Um, the fans fill the stadium every game. And it, it just was a really attractive project for me. Um, at this point in my career, I'm getting back into soccer. I took a little break. I was six years the commissioner of the National Lacrosse League, Indoor League, um, and then – the last two years, almost two years uh, in the NHL, and it was time for me to get back into soccer. So those are just some of the reasons. Well, you know, it's interesting because the team and everyone I know that goes enjoys it, you know, they they had a big name in Tab Ramos, and that didn't work out. The season was difficult. Um, wh- you know, what is, what, and you talked about the, the fans being there and the opportunity. Like, what, what does the franchise need? What does the team need? And, you know, what do you need to change to make it better? Um, the fundamentals. The team needs the team needs really good player identification. Um, that's an area that we're going to bring a lot of uh, horsepower in, and we're going to have a, a nice big announcement 
next week on a player ID system that is a very proven scouting network and, and proven uh, process to bring good players. We, we, need, we need sound professional soccer operations uh, all around from, you know, how the players train, where they train, how they eat, uh, how they travel, uh, how they sleep. All those things are super important at the professional level. So we're going to significantly professionalize the soccer part. Uh, the soccer operation. Can I, can I ask you, Nick, can I ask you a quick question? Yeah. I don't mean to interject. Uh, sure. What kind of player do you go after, right? Be- because it's hard to know. Like the MLS player isn't a Premier League level player. Are these college kids or these internationals who aren't quite good enough for MLS? Like, I mean, I, I imagine the IDing and then signing is difficult. It's not difficult. There's uh, millions of professional players around the world. The U.S. player is a lot better than most people think. That's why a lot of the foreign teams are over here poaching those players. There's literally hundreds of American players playing in Europe. Many of them should stay here and play here. There's In, in global football, global soccer, there's an unlimited demand for players across 200 professional leagues in the world and an unlimited supply. It's like finding a needle in a haystack, and you have to have the right systems, the right player ID process, um, it's a little bit of art, a little bit of science. There's definitely a, I hate to use this word, but I'm going to use it. There's a money ball factor uh, that, uh, that goes into identifying young players. And for the USL, it's really about under 23, highly elite players. And you got to find them, whether they're in this country or overseas. You know, Nick, we're talking with Nick. Uh, Sakevich, uh, the new CEO of the Harvard Athletic. I'm just, you know, talking out of curiosity. I'm a huge sports fan, and and this is an honest question. Do you need to have, a, you know, a couple of, you know, American players that can really get out in the community and be, become known? Is that is that important? Because I know there's a big Latin following too. Like, what's the population you're trying to most cater to? Well, what's happened really in the last thirty years, but it's been developing over 50, you know, going almost, you know, before I was a player at New Haven in the early eighties, um, there's an American fan base here and there are ethnic pockets as well. Here in Hartford, we have a robust Hispanic community. We have a, a, a long standing and, and hi- historic Portuguese and Polish communities here, um, Europeans. So we're, we're not, we're going to, we're going to address all of it by putting a really good product on the field from a community standpoint, Brian, every sports team should be outstanding members in the community and give back. It's not just about playing a game on a weekend, but it's about doing things in the community that matter. This week we had a job fair where a thousand people looking for jobs showed up at the stadium with over a hundred companies looking to make hires. I mean, that's an example of the kind of community impact that professional sports teams should make, um, should, should make in their communities. And, you know, I, I love this ownership group for wanting to do that. And, and now I'm a part of it and we're going to do more of it, but um, players become stars, not because they have a brand name, they become stars because they play well. And, and if we recruit the right players and they light it up on Saturday night here at Trinity health stadium, then they will become stars uh, and people will, will gravitate towards them and we'll use that stardom as a platform for impact.
What about the, you know, we're talking with, it, it's it's fascinating. And I've said many times, like my producer, Matt Royce has been, we've, we've, we've tried to go several times. It hasn't worked out. But like I said, everyone who goes, I find these things, if you sample, the same thing with the yard goats. If you go, you'll love it. And then you'll go again. How do you yeah. bring in people to sample? Well, we're fortunate because they're coming on their own. Uh, that stadium has been full or sold out uh, most of the times, and and uh, I think we're going to need a bigger stadium. <laughs> it's, Is that uh, really true? It really sell, it really fills it for every home game. It fills up. Yeah, it fills up. I think we had six sellouts this year. I came to one of them a couple months ago. Um, it's really remarkable. It's a, it's a big party. It's a big celebration. Um, and we need to make it better. We need to make it better by being more competitive on the field. We need to make it better by bringing new things to it. Um, it's a spectacular spot in the city to have a, have a stadium. And we're going we're gonna to need to make it bigger because we're, we're pretty full now. It's about 6,000, 5,000, 6,000 seats. Um, it really needs to be closer to 10,000. Um, and that just, that just shows you the demand for soccer in this country it's really grown over the last 40 50 years yeah so it sounds like the the priority one is to to make the product better and because some of the other Both. stuff is, is in place that that's your number one priority out of the gate correct yeah, yeah. focus on the team yeah. you know the the american soccer fan is now extremely knowledgeable about what what good soccer is what good product is they watch it on saturday mornings uh, when they wake up yep. in the English Premier League, they watch it in the afternoons. They watch the Spanish leagues and the German leagues, and then they, they go to MLS and USL games at night, and, and they're very discerning now. There's a whole second generation that grew up. You know, the kids I was playing in front of in the 80s, well, they're in their 40s, and yep. they have money, and they're soccer fans, and they're showing up, and they want to see a good product. So it's incumbent on us to – to put a good product on. Yeah, it. that's why I think this Messi thing is, is a bigger deal than some people think, too, because I, I think he's not way past his prime. I mean, he's still playing, scoring goals for his country, and, and, and I think it elevates MLS, which I think, you know, rising tides elevates everything. And listen, I got my tickets for the 14th with the U.S. and Germany, so I'm on board. Um, Nick, it's I'll great It's great to make the connection. Maybe one of these days we'll have you in studio. And, you know, we like as I say to the to the folks at the Yargos, too, we, we're super supportive. We want the team to thrive because Hartford really needs it, and, uh, and we want it. So uh, congratulations and welcome to Hartford. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. I look forward to being in studio. There's lots to talk about with American soccer. There's a lot of stuff coming down the pike. Awesome. All right. Have a great weekend, Nick. All right. You too. All Take right. care. Nick Sakevich, the new CEO of the Hartford Athletic. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.